Hello everybody, this is me Amin And this is Alex And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About And in this episode, we're going to talk about What do you do when your EV breaks down? Or uh, having any emergencies Or What do you do if you had an EV emergency? So obviously, EV is a new thing in Malaysia um, Well, it's... I would say fairly new. Um, a lot of people are not familiar with the technology. A lot of people are worried. But a lot of other people are also curious. Uh, they are early adopters. And they are also naysayers. And in this episode, we're going to like try to answer the questions uh, surrounding maybe concerns that you may have with uh, EV, with an electric vehicle, especially uh, uh, concerning roadside assistance, uh, what happens during a crash. And if you had a any break breakdown uh, on the road or like a tire puncture or something uh, it's interesting because uh, that is what exactly happened to our friend here Alex so Alex was so today is the 26th of uh, January right after the long Chinese New Year weekend Alex wanted to take a road trip all, all the way up to Penang um, and he was using his EV6 uh, along the way um, so he wanted to test out like okay during the Chinese New Year holidays the road trip are the charging stations enough uh, will there be any long queues little did we all know that he encountered one problem that we all didn't predict that he would so yes. you want to tell the story okay so basically <laughs> it's supposed to be like a three day two night trip so the the plan was to go to Penang sorry to Ipoh mm. spend one night there and then continue journey to Penang and mm. after that just drive all the way down to KL mm. and as we all know you know um, during the early days there's always concern that there's not enough charges and now there's more EVs on the road like yeah. BYD just delivered 100 units uh, mm. just right before Chinese New Year festivities so among the um, EV enthusiasts there, there is this really popular Facebook page called My Evoc. It's the Malaysian EV Owners Club. Uh, it's registered and things like that. So within, uh, th- so there's a lot of conversations about like, oh, you know, um, they share uh, topics about EV and stuff like that. So um, among the most popular conversations on the lead up to the holiday was, uh, oh, you know, look out, uh, it's busy travel period, it's the holiday season, you're going to see, uh, get ready to see long lines at uh, EV charging stations along the highway. So I guess you went out to kind of like uh, find out whether that's true or not. Okay, so then continue on with your journey. So you were on your way to Penang from Ipoh and, and then what happened? So after the first night, I continue my trip up to Penang. Mm. So I drive up and then I try to make a stop at uh, this uh, Bukit Gantang. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an R&R there and mm-hmm. there's, there, there's a car tax station with drum charge. Mm. So there's also another DC charger there and I there was no queue. Mm. There's no one there but I don't need charge since I got enough juice from the previous charger at Jendari. Uh-huh. So I continue up and as, as where I pass by Taiping and suddenly near uh, Gunung Semanggol Mm. I got a low pressure tire warning. Mm. I was like, this blinking orange, okay, your left rear tire is having low pressure. So like from 38, starts to drop to 20, mm. drop to 11 very quickly. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was just one kilometer away from uh, Gunung Semanggol okay. R&R. Okay. So I immediately made the exit, go to the petrol station and stop and check out what's, what's happening. Mm. And that's where I noticed there's a huge leak on the tire. Mm-hmm. So it's leaking and all that. Oh no. So it's like, well, surprisingly, the biggest issue for this trip is not charging because <laughs> obviously 
this Apple charging and because of DC fast charging, you don't need to really hog the, the, the line. So charging wasn't an issue. Okay, honestly. So, so let's throw that out of the way. Yeah. Um, so the finding with regards to, is there enough charges to support you to drive from uh, KL all the way to Penang during the peak hour of travel, right? So peak, peak period of travel, which is Chinese New Year, I think it would be considered one of the highest uh, periods of traveling. Did you see any... Um, crowds at the petrol stations. Yeah, definitely. RN is always packed. So it's always full of people, yep. but you didn't have any issues with charging stations. The only issue, I won't say issue, lah, which is understandable, was the, the first stop I made at uh, Ipoh because that's a very popular spot mm. and that's the only charger in that area mm. that can charge one ringgit per kilowatt hour, which mm. is super cheap compared to other charges they charge by the minute. Mm-hmm. And and that time there's two cars charging and then they take about maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes max to, yep. to charge what before they need to go off. Yep. And there's one guy in queue. So it's pretty fast. So at night when I came back again to just top up a little bit, I was the only one. Mm. And followed by when I left, another car came in also. Mm. So it wasn't a big issue. Did you see a lot of EVs on the road uh, during your peak, but, out, peak season travel period? So when I go up to Ipoh, I saw a uh, black ironing. Um, mm. What's interesting is that when, when I passed by him, uh, when he passed, passed by me, right, mm. he won a winner, give me a wave. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. La, I brotherhood. Mean, brotherhood, yeah. <laughs> it's the EV brotherhood. And then when I went to Ipoh, also, uh, when I was charging, also had a quick chat with another Tesla guy also. Mm. And he's also going up north. So yeah, I mean, not as many as I thought, but I think most people are just, you know, they have enough charge to just get on going. Okay, so I want to bury this, right? So a lot of the naysayers saying, oh, you know, there's going to be long queues and all that. Charging is going to be a hassle. So you see a high number of EVs on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, There were high numbers of EVs coming into the market just before the Chinese New Year, right? So BYD, you mentioned, delivered 100 vehicles just before the New Year. And you'd expect, you know, the charging station will be all full up. Yep. And I think from the group and from your own experience traveling uh, from uh, south, from KL all the way to Penang, charging, charging infrastructure is not an issue. Yeah. So we can lay that to rest. So if there's any questions about, oh, you know what? It's going to be so crazy. I got to wait like five, six hours. There's going to be long queues and stuff like that. I think Alex has went through like the one of the worst scenarios in terms of charging and it seems fine. I think the biggest difference is that we have more DC chargers right now. Yes. Because previously it was AC chargers. AC chargers, of course, you need to take hours mm. to get sufficient charge. Mm. Like 11 kilowatts. So you need to spend maybe two, three hours. Yeah, two hours. So with DC charging, you just need like 20, 30 minutes and max done. and you're done. Yeah. yeah. Charging was the biggest problem that you expect to encounter, right? Waiting, standing in line, chargers not working, or couldn't find charger, running really low in battery power. You were expecting all that, right? Yeah. And then suddenly you encountered a tire puncture. Which is a stupid problem. No, which honest. is like the the smallest, easiest thing to fix. Yes, any car owners, you know that. Not a big deal, right? Any guy, any driver, any person that drives a car knows how to fix a tire. Yes. Okay, so then what happened? So, tire, tire was flat, uh. come out, and what, the thing you need to realize that on most EVs, including the Kia EV6, right, you don't have a spare not, tire. Not just EVs. I think most new cars most now... Including hybrids especially. Yeah, they don't provide a spare tire. Yeah, not even a space saver tire. Yeah. And for the EV6 specifically, you only get a tire repair kit. Mm. You don't have a jack, no spare tire, nothing. Yeah. That's the only thing that can save you okay, from so the situation. What is this tire repair kit that you talk, you're talking about? Is it like... A, okay, what is what is this tire repair kit? For those who don't know what a tire repair kit so is. So it's basically this box, right? It has like a... a, a compressor. A, a compressor yep. that actually fills up the air and mm. then you have one bottle of sealant. So that mm. sealant is supposed to be something you put in and you turn it on, it will fill up the tire and then it will try to... Cl- it will, it will, 
uh, how can we, we will, plug, uh, the hole. plug the hole? Yes. Yeah. So it's supposed to be this magic thing. Yes. That you fill it in your tire, the and F- it will yeah. plug the hole, and you can continue on your journey. So yeah. when you had that flat, what was your first initial reaction, and what was your plan? So. Like as 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 mentioned by the guy who who uh, <clears throat> went through with me doing the delivery of the car, uh-huh. it's okay. Whatever happens, right? Um, call the hotline mm. and see what can be done. Mm. So I did just that. There's mm. a number on the on the stickers. Okay, the EV hotline. I call the number and they hire. Uh, what's the emergency? Blah blah blah. Then I told him, okay, I have a flat tire. I'm in this location. Mm. Uh, what can I do? Mm. And then they said the only thing they can offer right now mm. is to tow the car. But the question is, tow to where? <laughs> Because firstly, it's Chinese New Year. Mm. Its shops are closed. Mm. If you told me to the nearest, uh, I don't know, KL service center, mm. they're not open. They're not going to solve the problem. Yep. Told by the KL, you're also not going to solve the problem. Mm. I have a place to go to because I have- You already op- made your booking. You already, already paid everything. Yeah, I made yeah. booking. I'm supposed to go to Penang, spend yeah. one night there and be yeah. coming back. Mm. So I'm kind of stuck. So, okay, what options do I have? They say only right now is towing. And then I call the 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 technical guy who's assigned to me, mm. I asked him, I said, okay, wh- uh, what can I do, bro? And then mm. he said, okay, right now, the best advice is to tow a car, but if you really need to continue the journey, last resort is just use the tire repair kit. And because so of, he recommended that you use the tire repair kit. He said last resort because he they all say that uh, tow, just tow the car. Mm. And I say, if you really need to continue the journey, you have to use a tire repair kit. So, okay, I tried the tire repair kit and, okay. and it's actually quite easy to use. You just... Um, they have very like clear instructions. Yes, so clear instructions. We'll, we'll put up in the picture. So you'll share the picture. We'll put it up on on our YouTube channel. Yeah. So uh-huh. you just uh, sorry YouTube video. Video. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you just uh, plug the the power connector to the twelve volt socket, mm. which is behind the car, mm. and then you put the sealant into the, the uh, uh, port. Mm. Just screw it tightly. Yep. And then you connect the pipe into the tire, mm. and then and then turn it on mm. for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So it will do its thing: is pump air with the sealant, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then the the thing about uh, the tire repair kit is that there are, there are three possibilities. Mm. First possibility is that they they finish all the sealant, and then you get enough pressure. I think you should hit three bars of pressure. Mm-hmm. You hit three bars of pressure. That's ideal situation, mm-hmm. which means that you can drive the car up to a distance of two hundred kilometers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is a temporary uh, kit. So you can drive the, the car up to 200 kilometers. Mm-hmm. If the car gets two bars or below mm. uh, two bars, you only can drive for a distance of 10 kilometers, <laughs> which is pointless if you're on a plus highway because <laughs> how far can you go at 10 kilometers? 10 kilometers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't go to any nearest yeah. town. So your plan was to fill it up with sealant, uh, and hopefully it gets up to like three bars and then drive to Penang and then park the hotel and then I just go around then I just drive back to KL okay. because I asked the person okay mm. you say, say 200 kilometers can I make it to KL if mm. we go Penang I mm. say you can try mm. but yeah, uh, but so so that's my, my expectation okay, yeah. I can patch tire and go Okay, and then after doing that right the tire is still flat. <laughs> <laughs> after the 10 minutes. 10 minutes gone. The tire is pumping. And then yeah. I thought, okay, okay, maybe because the instruction is after you pump the, the tire with, with, with the sealant fully uh, mm. depleted, you should drive around. After it goes up a certain pressure, you yeah. drive around. Yeah, after you finish. For another f- one or 10 kilometers or something. Yeah. Like that. And the thing is, the tire is flat, so I can't drive around that much. So I thought, <laughs> okay, maybe just go around just uh-huh. to make sure it's mixed properly uh-huh. you know, let's spread properly. Uh-huh. So I just drive around inside the pedal station. Not much. La. Maybe... Uh-huh a few hundred meters uh-huh. and come back and then I put the the, the tire repair kit, uh, the compressor again, bam, it still doesn't work. Then the I call the the, the technical guy. He uh-huh. said, okay, try try use the air pump at the pier station. Uh-huh. So I did that. And then first and plug in, right? Mm. It doesn't refuse to fill up the air. <laughs> and I said, okay, try press the flat tire button option. Uh-huh. Then mm. that's where the air comes in. Mm-hmm. 
So when you do that, I can see bubbles or white bubbles coming out from the hole. <laughs> but it's not inflating, man. The edge keeps keep coming out. Uh-huh. So the hole is too big. Uh-huh. Because um, according to Continental's, the Conti Mobility Kit, mm. this only uh, effective for holes up to 6 millimeters. So for the for the for those who don't know, so Alex is driving an EV6. So the EV6 is equipped with the Continental Premium Contact Six. EV. Yep. So this is a EV a special uh, EV specific tire. And the reason why it's EV specific is because it has a foam lining inside yep. to make the tire quieter because in EVs there's no um engine noise and when there's no engine noise other noises start make becoming louder because there's nothing else to drown that that noise so the the issue with the sealant thing right so then what happened then obviously i can't do anything so i called uh i i can't i call someone in plus i call uh. i call uh, the 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 kia technical guy mm. and said looks like there's no other option because you can't fill up the air mm-hmm. so you know just by the toe Yep. Yeah, and there's no one who can help to patch a tire. No, no assistance like that. Okay. And the worst part is that even if I want to f- change the tire myself, mm. the car doesn't come with a jack. <laughs> Basic stuff. Like if you think about it, right? If you have an ice car, right? No yep. problem. Just take a tire, put the 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 donut or whatever yep. spare tire, and yep. off you go. You worry about the spare the 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 punctured tire later on. Yeah. No worries. You can yep. get on, go on, go on to your trip doing Chinese New Year. But problem is right now. Shops are not open. Mm. No one can help you patch. Mm. That's the biggest problem. Okay, so um, I mean, what for me is like okay, I mean, we 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 spoke during that incident, and for me, it's like the biggest thing that 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 I not not I had issue. The biggest waste is you're like less than a hundred kilometers away from Penang. I think slightly more, but no, no it's Mangal is about like eighty kilometers. Typing, yeah, 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 something like that, lah. So you're, you're like almost the mainland, there. mainland Penang, yes, yes. yeah, and. You had to tow your car back all the way to Kuala Lumpur. Yes, because I have option. Yes, you want where you want to tow, right? Mm. So ask, okay, maybe I can tow to Penang, and mm. hopefully someone can patch tire there. Mm. But problem is for the sealant, right? Mm. According to instructions, is that and also based on Kia's SOP, mm. once you use the sealant, the tire can't be repaired anymore. Yeah, because of the, the seal, because the sealant. They said it contaminates the interior of the of the tire, mm. so you can't do any patching anymore. Mm. So basically, your tire is gone, destroyed mm. if you use sealant. And what was the mileage of your vehicle until that time? Thousand <laughs> four. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so one so whole tire wasted. One small hole. Relatively speaking, yep. it's a really small hole, which actually. can be patched by a simple patch job. Like, right. yeah. it could be patched by this thing called the chaching. You know, yeah. okay. There's another tire repair kit. Um, you know, if you go to any tire workshop, you bring your tire with uh, with a nail inside. They will do this. It's like a needle thing, a rubber, like a thin rubber strip. Yeah, rubber, str- rubber like strips. Gummy, with gummy glue. candy. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You just poke it inside the tire. He he pulls out the thing. The the strip stays stuck in the hole. And they also put uh, some adhesive liquid just to make sure it's solid. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. And it's done. Yeah, five ringgit, ten ringgit job. Yeah, we've done that with all, all our ice cars as well. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's not to say that. Electric vehicles cannot do that. It's just it's unfortunate that there's this really non-clear instruction on what to do, and also the timing as well. Yeah, the timing is unfortunate. But you know, I'm sure. I guess it's a uh, looking like looking for a needle in a haystack. But I'm sure you'll be able to find somebody that's going to be able to help mm-hmm. patch up the thing because it's a busy period, and I'm I'm sure you can. So the night the nightmare doesn't end there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's cut the story short. So at the end of the day, you send it all the way to Kia in Glenmarie. Yep. Uh, they opened up the tire. 
And then, yeah, you want to finish the story? Yeah, so basically, there's foam there, and mm. then you can tell that old, the foam, the, the, the foam is actually like a sponge kind of thing. So It's like gooey, slimy. So it's, oh, okay, it's, it's you're, gooey. Talking about the, you're talking about the foam. I yeah. thought you were talking about the sealant. Yeah, the foam is it's uh. like a sponge. Mm. There's fused with the inner 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 thread yeah, of the It's bonded. Tire. It's bonded uh. to it. So I try to pull, like, wow, it's really bonded. So it's like, Is it like a special sponge, like high density sponge, or is it like, is it expensive looking? Kind of, because <laughs> it looks very acoustic. La. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the kind of sponge you put in the, the studios, mm, studio walls and all mm, that. So it looks like it is meant to reduce noise. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when after using a sealant, right, the whole sponge is very greasy. Like as if someone put blue cream, it, the hair cream, smeared around it. Okay. Yeah, and because of that, right, it can't be patched because, you know, it might not be... Uh, it says contaminated. It's la. compromised, la. Yeah. I think that's the word. It's compromised, uh-huh. yeah. So basically, it's like, in a way, it's like, they cannot guarantee safety if you go on, if you want to patch it up. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. So, yeah, so this kind of wasted. So if I can rewind back, right? No, 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 no. Wait, right, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Finish the story. And then after that, so you can't recover, you can't, you can't, they can't do anything with the tire. Yeah, so you need to buy a, a brand new one. A thousand five hundred kilometer old tire. Thousand four. Thousand four hundred kilometer old tire. Yeah. And then, and then they say you have to buy a brand new one. Yes. How much does the brand new twenty inch Continental Premium Contact six six EV cost? It's two thousand four hundred ringgit. That's excluding <laughs> labor costs. And if you want to replace the the sealant that you use, right? Mm. That sealant itself costs two hundred fifty bucks. It co- <laughs> the sealant costs more than a regular tire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and instead of saving the tire, mm. it's actually like a temporary fix. But if you cannot fix, it damaged the whole tire. So so you, so it's a situation of you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So yes. going back, right? You For you to survive a tire puncture, you have to use the sealant. Yes. And after using the sealant... There's no guarantee. No, okay. Number one, this, the, the sealant is not guaranteed to seal yes. the hole, to plug the hole. And even, af- even if it does, the tire is useless anyway. Yes, you only can use Based it Based on the instructions. Yes, you can only use it up to 200 kilometers. So you had to buy a new set of tires. A new, one new tire. Yes. That costs as much as set, uh, as much as a set of tires. Yes. So then you wrote an article, then the, then, you know, do you really need to spend 2,500 ringgit for EV specific tires? And then that brought us to this episode. Today. Yes. Now, you said you wanted to rewind back and if you could do everything again, what would you change? I would not bother with the tire repair kit. Mm. Just tow it anyway. Tow it back to KL? Yes. Okay. Cut, because the, cut the story short. Cut the story short. Because the thing is, I'm I'm traveling with my family. Mm. So that's the biggest uh, yeah. difference here. If I'm traveling alone, I, I can take an adventure. Okay, yeah, you let's can try just to, cowboy it. Just cowboy it. Like, I did tow it to Taiping or Ipoh uh. or to Penang and then, yeah. let's, and then just park it there and then just wait for the next few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, I don't know what, what to expect. Yeah. 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 I might mm. tow a car somewhere there and then mm. it might be middle of nowhere mm. and then got other people involved. Like. That's okay. a problem. All right, so from that experience, right, let's go into question number one because, you know, LTA now is yes. question-based and stuff like that. So question one, do we need EV-specific tires? For me, not necessarily. As long as it fits the, the size and then can support the load and all that, I think it should be okay because mm. um, like, like we mentioned in the post, right, um, most uh, affordable EVs and you know, lower-spec EVs, right, they all come with regular tires. Mm-hmm. And for example, the Hyundai Ioniq 5, the only exception is like certain high-spec models. Like the, the Ioniq 5 Max, I think. Ioniq 5 Max uh-huh. and the Kia EV6 because Malaysia only gets the top-spec GT Line all-wheel mm. drive. Mm. Um, that uses a 20-inch tire and that comes bundled together as mm. in like 
uh, factory fitted mm. a 20 inch EV specific tire. Yeah. <clears throat> so the difference of EV specific tires because these tires are designed for efficiency. Because number one, I think they want to have the looks like, you know, high low, spec. Low rolling resistance. Low rolling resistance. Uh-huh. Stiffer walls mm-hmm. because uh, the heavier weight in there to, to ensure that you have better mm-hmm. cornering experience. Mm-hmm. And also they add that foam that we mentioned earlier to reduce the noise because like you said, right, there's no long engine noise. Yep. So others sounds right it's not like they're getting loud the per- they, they're perceived to be louder mm-hmm. because you can notice it's more noticeable more noticeable yeah, yeah. yeah so this foam especially for this continental uh, premium contact 6 mm. they say it's designed to reduce the noise up to 9 decibels okay yeah, that's so, noticeable uh, yeah. because you know the decibel scale is on a, a exponential yes. uh, increase right yeah. so 1 is not equivalent to 2 and 2 is not equivalent to 3 it's like double 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 it's exponential yeah. so 9 decibels is I guess considerable. Yeah, especially when you if, uh, when you consider that PUC there's the engine noise to masters tire noise. Yeah. Now we are the engine noise that's more noticeable. Yeah, but then again, I still notice there's still noticeable tire noise in the EV6. Yeah, but imagine if especially you especially at highway speeds. Yes, but imagine if you're not using. You don't have it. Yeah, it might be worse. It might be worse. Okay, so the question is, do you need uh, specific EV tires? Right now, what are specific EV tires? So, like you mentioned, right? So they are they have low rolling resistance. To increase efficiency because EVs are all about efficiency. Yep. Number two is they have a special compound that, this is what the tire makers claim, right? They have a special compound that's able to cope with high instant torque application yep. uh, applied on the road. And then uh, number three is they have a special sound deadening materials or construction to help drown out the sound. Yep. I wouldn't say that, I, I think that brief is covering almost all tire um, manufacturer mm-hmm. like uh, all okay for for tires that are designed for comfort and touring and long distance right they want it to be low noise unless it's high performance tires yep. and then they want it to be ro- low rolling resistance, resistance. i guess the only difference would be like the 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 instant torque application because i think no ice vehicles cannot like apply of torque at zero RPMs. But then again, you have high performance tires that are put on um, more powerful, more torquey cars cars. that that have no issues with that. So I don't know. I think this is a marketing gimmick. So do you need EV specific specific tire? Short answer is no. Then we come to this problem. Okay, so you and I, we drive the Kia EV6, right? So one of the biggest problems, or I think it's a confusion, I'm not sure. So I'm in the Kia EV6 uh, WhatsApp group. A lot of the thing uh, that people are, I guess, confused or concerned about is that you cannot change anything on the car. You cannot change the tires. You cannot put different spec tinted. You cannot put coating. You can, sorry, you cannot do the wrapping because the thing that we get uh, told is that if you do any of that warranty is going to be voided so what I did is I went through the warranty terms and conditions and this is what it says specifically with regards to tyres tyres are warranted by the tyres original manufacturer subject to the manufacturer's final decision fixing of non-recommended specification slash size slash brand of wheel rims and tyres which are not in accordance to the EV6 will void the warranty and the manufacturer will not undertake product liability arising out of the non-conformity when 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 i asked the question on whether 
we should only use the continental, the answer is, yeah, you need to use the continental or the warranty will be voided. That is what I got in terms of the answer. But when I read the black and white, actually, you don't have to. All you need to do is make sure that it is within the specification specified by the manufacturer. In this case, if it's 20 inch, then it has to be 20 inch. If it's whatever that size is, 255 yep. or... 255 uh, R20. The, the, yep. the sections, right? Mm-hmm. So... You, you have to follow that and follow the speed rating and that's pretty much it. So so to answer the question, you don't need EV specific tyres. You just need to follow the, the uh, spec recommended by the manufacturer. Obviously, yep. you know, if it's 2255, you don't go and install 2265 or yep. 2235 or whatever. Stick with 2255. Yep. It can be any man, any brand and any, any, ma- uh, any manufacturer. Yep. Interestingly, uh, I did some uh, research. So like the BMW iX3, for example, I think it's more expensive than the EV6, right? Yep. That uses the Yokohama Advance Sport V107, which is not an EV-specific tyre. And then I also did some research, the Mercedes-Benz EQS 450+, Plus, which is like the hyper, high premium, it costs about 695,000 ringgit. Yeah, the flagship. La. The flagship uh, EV vehicle for Mercedes. It doesn't use an EV-specific tyre. Yep. It uses a, a, a Goodyear Eagle F1 Asymmetric 5, which is a high-performance tyre, but not an EV-specific tyre. So if cars that are more expensive, uh, arguably, I think the EQ, EQS 450+, Plus has more power, more torque than the Kia EV6. So by that logic, I don't think you need uh, EV-specific tyres. At the same time, we have cheaper models like the Kona, even the Kona uh, Max, yep. which is the high end of the Kona range, uh, doesn't use EV-specific tyres. And then you have the affordable uh, versions, uh, EV, uh, uh, affordable uh, EV cars in Malaysia. You have the BYD Auto 3. Uh, uh, I don't remember what tyres they use, but they don't use EV-specific tyres. They use some, uh, some, some China-made China tyres. Atlas Batman tyres. <laughs> Batman, yeah. yes. The brand, yeah. the brand is Batman. Uh, and then you have uh, the... Aura Gukat. Aura Gukat, which also don't use EV-specific tyres. So are you... So, uh, are you? Do you run the risk of having to use super expensive EV specific tires? You don't. You don't have to. But going back to my situation, right? Yeah. If given a choice, right, should mm. I use original or should I use a different brand? For me, is if let's say the tires wear out, yeah, I'll consider changing to a different tire. Mm. But the thing is, this is one tire. I can't be just changing one tire yes. with a non EV. It's gonna be weird, right? Yeah. It's gonna be imbalanced as yeah. well. So yeah. in your case, I think it's a it's a anomaly, lah. But yeah. you know, like you said, right? So if you are after your tires has worn down, yeah. and you gotta change, and it's time for you to change the tires, set, right? Yeah. And if a tires, if a tire from Kia costs you two thousand five hundred ringgit. Per piece. So you're looking at 10,000 10, ringgit to change a set of tires on the Kia EV6. Not because the tires are expensive, but because the the dealer here is saying that we have to use the Continental Premium Contact 6 specifically. Yeah, it's a, it's a rip-off because we did a search as well, right? Mm. And also asked around, right? If you get the same tire, mm. same size, mm. but the non-EV version, basically without the foam thingy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like 1,000 bucks cheaper. Yeah. Same with Michelin as well. So Michelin for the RN5 Max using the uh, Pilot, Pilot Sport, Sport EV, EV mm-hmm. that costs also 2,450 ringgit. Mm. And you, if you get the non-EV, it's 1,000 bucks cheaper. So the Pilot Sport yes. 5 or something. Like so that. basically the time manufacturers are just making tons of money yeah. from this. Yeah, yeah, tons. I wouldn't think that the change in compound to make it low rolling resistance, I wouldn't think the it costs foam a thousand bucks. itself yes. 
would add a thousand bucks because of the rarity and then they know okay you want the, the best scarcity, performance yeah. discusses it and then you only can get it from specific uh, outlets so in this case only from Kia Glamourette because yeah. the type of normal workshops you won't they're not going to stock it up yes if they, even if they do you got to order it you got to wait yeah, yeah. alright question number two if you encountered a flat tire um, while dri- uh, driving what in an EV what do you do so it, okay, it also depends on the scenario. Lah. So mm. in my scenario, uh, sadly it was a big leak. So mm. it runs out air very quickly. Mm. So for uh, for my instance, is um, the best way is to have it towed to a tire shop and get it repaired. If Okay, so I think if the air comes out like really quickly and it's uh, like a flat, right? Yes. If it's not, I think, so f- for me to answer that question is what would you do if, you were, if your EV encountered a puncture yep. uh, at the roadside, right? Um, first thing is treat it like a normal car to be honest yeah of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing you don't have to treat it in any special way guys seriously an EV is like a normal car the, a lot of the mechanics in terms of like the tyres the wheels how it performs and functions are basically the same as a normal car so nothing changes aside from like the power the power uh, the the battery uh, the battery the motor that's that's different we'll talk about that later but if it's something that you cannot rescue, uh, you you cannot salvage, like you cannot pump air and the air is coming out really quickly, like you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, and if it's equipped with the sealant tire repair kit, do not use it. Don't bother. Yeah. Do not, do not use it under any circumstance. Do not use it. Okay, because it's a loss. It's a lose lose. Uh, number one, it whether it's going to seal that hole or not, even if it's not a a foam filled tire. It's 50-50. Yep. Depends on the size of the hole and whatever. By, because, by, by that time and when that happens, you're not going to determine whether this... you. It's probably your first time. You're not going to know, hey, this is a big enough hole or a small enough hole and you're going to be optimistic to say, yep. okay, the ceiling <clears throat> is new technology. is going to be able to do it. And then you look at the box. Well, this is so fancy. It's going to work. Yep. And because you want it to work and it doesn't work. If it does work, the problem is you still have to deal with the ceiling later. Yep. You got to go to a workshop take the tire out, clean the sealant if, if it allows you to do that, if you can, and then patch up the tire, right? Still yeah. the same thing. So might as well just, like for example, it's a slow leak, right? Mm. Normally, like my past encounters is normally slow leaks. You don't, the, the, the tire's not completely flat. I think what's unfortunate with you was the, the culprit that made the hole in your tire was dislodged from your tire and that's when the yeah. air start coming out. Yeah, and it's huge because my, like I said, like people say it's slow leak, right? You can mm. just fill up the air and you can drive for a good 100 kilometers. You won't go completely flat. Yeah. It's still drivable. I can go for months with a nail in my tire yeah. if it's a slow leak. No yeah. problem. So just keep adding just air. Just keep adding air like once a week. Just yeah. add, add, add. Air no, is no free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then you just find a workshop and then get it passion like in eight, eight ringgit. So I okay. So for me, I would recommend that if you are traveling long distances, right, get a assemble your own tire repair kit. Uh, get the get this thing we call the charging, right? Yeah. This 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 rubber strip. Rubber strips. Yeah. You can get it at Mister DIY for five ringgit. Apparently, the price has increased. Okay. To like eight ringgit. What you told me? Oh, that one's the, if you go to the to the mechanic. To the workshop. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you can go to Mister DIY, get the tire repair kit. Uh, okay, so the Kia EV6 doesn't come with a jack, so you got to check uh, with your EVs. Again, this applies for normal cars as well. The hybrids especially. Yeah, if you have like space saver tires or if your car is not equipped with a spare wheel and is supplied with the sealant, uh, for example, like I used to drive the Peugeot 500, 5008. That doesn't have a spare tire it, and it does come with a sealant kit. 
So assemble your own tire repair kit. So get a get a, a tire repair kit, the charging type, Mister DIY only five ringgit. Uh, maybe invest in a in a jack yep. if your car doesn't have one. Uh, you can get like a really cheap one at Shopee. I would get the hydraulic one. Uh, the problem with that one is maybe it's not small enough. And then maybe get like a small box to put all these things in. Yep. And also invest in a air compressor. So there's like a one from 70 Mai. Is that how you pronounce the brand? Yeah, 70 Mai. Yeah. 70 Mai. Uh, it's 12 volt. Don't get the battery operated one because it's just too slow. Get the 12 volt one and you're good to go. Yep. Even if you don't want to do it yourself and it, you you are stuck at the, at the, at the side of the highway, Uh, just call up Plus. Yes. And they'll come in and do it for you. Just give them the tools. Just give them the charging, the yeah. jack, and they'll they'll help you out. Oh, speaking of which, if let's say you're stuck in, a, if, let's say you break down in the highway for an, whatever reason, engine failure or motor failure or mm. I don't know, no air and Brain all that. Brain failure. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you stop, if you stall at the next to the highway, right, mm. the first thing you need to do is get out, uh, bring all your family members, occupants, and stand behind the rail. Yeah. Don't fix the tire yourself because yeah. it's going to be super dangerous. So you yeah. just stand behind the rail, mm. call plus, and they'll come with their whatever lights or whatever yeah. not to to make to block the place, and they will do the tire changing for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you yes. pay for toll. Let them do the service. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah, uh, that's a good point, right? So a lot of people I see them, you know, waiting at the roadside or trying to fix the tire themselves at the roadside. Yeah. That's super dangerous. A lot of cases where people just get slammed by highway drivers. Uh, the safest place for you to be if you are stuck on a on a highway, if your if your car breaks down on a highway, is outside of the car behind the railing. Yeah. If there is no choice, or if it's raining or whatever, the best place to be is stay in the car. Mm-hmm. Make sure the lights are on so that cars can see you. At and least the yeah. car can protect you. And also, if you put a triangle, right, put it further away. Don't they put like? <laughs> Don't so put it right behind your car. You see no the point. car. You see the car first before the triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be at least maybe 10, 20 meters away so that people can see. Yeah. If it's equipped with that, lah. Yeah. Um. All right. So I think we've answered that question with regards what to do with your car if with your EV you have if you had a puncture. Um. What do you do with your EV if it runs out of battery? Runs out of battery. Mm. Call a friend to come and <laughs> charge, charge it. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna take hours though. Yeah, I mean, you can just char- okay. Depends where you are, lah. So if let's say within town, I think it's still savageable because okay, just to, um just to give some context. So mm. um, couple EV simulation, we have something called vehicle to load. Mm. So it's like, kind of like reverse charge. So for example, on the Kia EV6 and the Hyundai Ioniq 5 and also the BYD uh, Auto 3, um, the charging port at the back of the car. Can you be used as a charger? So you can, uh, so they provide like an adapter for you to plug your appliances. Mm. So you can use that to plug the emergency charger, the mm. three pin charger to charge a car. Mm. It's going to be slow. I think you're going to get like three watts, uh, three kilowatts. Yeah. So you super probably, slow. Super slow. So uh. probably need to give it like a one hour charge to, mm. to give it a usable range. Enough use. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And also in terms of the the battery, right? Mm. I think a lot of people imagine that once the battery reaches zero, the mm. car's dead. Mm. So, yes. but there's a lot of videos out there who actually try to do this. Mm. So once you hit zero, so there's a few states. So once you reach zero, right, what happens is that the car will be like a throttle you, mode. You get into turtle mode. Turtle mode. Yeah. 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 You only can drive like maybe 30 or 50 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Reduce speed, mm. and you probably have additional maybe eight uh, to 10 kilometers depending on the car model mm-hmm. to get to the nearest charging stations. Mm-hmm. But of course. Um, do not leave. Don't don't let the car drain until that le- that low lah. And 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 the other thing that you can do is okay. So if there's no options, you don't have a friend that can come and charge for you and and things like that. Um, what you can do is obviously you have to tow it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the best. 
towing service to do to the the best towing vehicle to put an EV on is a flatback uh, truck. Yeah. For if at all possible, do not use the normal old style towing truck. The one that that, that drags that, that lifts up only the, two the wheels. two wheels and then yeah. your rear wheels running. Yeah. yeah. If you must, right? If you must, um, you need to determine whether your car is all wheel drive or or just two wheel drive. Yeah. If it's two wheel drive, then it's still possible. If it's a front wheel drive. If it no no. If it's front wheel drive, yeah. you tore the front. Yeah. If correct. it's rear wheel drive, you tore the rear. You okay. lift up the rear. But that one is also, uh, you know, you have to handle the steering wheel and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't recommend it. Uh, or even if you must, make sure that the tow truck has the small baby wheels, you call them. Or to lift it up from the road. Yes, yeah. yes. So that the wheels are not spinning. Because unlike a normal ICE car, an electric vehicle, you cannot disconnect the driving wheels from the gearbox because an electric vehicle doesn't have a gearbox. It's direct to the motor. Yes, and yep. the motor is directly connected to the wheel. And when you start um, turning the wheel, the motor will turn. I've seen some videos on YouTube where a guy tried to tow his uh, Tesla using his pickup truck to see how much battery he can regenerate. And I think it's quite a considerable amount. I don't have the numbers here. We'll put a link uh, to the disc- to the video uh, in, in our description on our YouTube uh, channel. But I think it's quite considerable. So if you want to try, maybe you can tow the car <laughs> and, and get it charged. So, yeah. But it's not advisable. La. I mean, I think the best thing is to consult your your um your vehicles uh roadside assist because I'm pretty sure they have the hotline to deal with EVs and also towing is is free because it's bundled with insurance. Your insurance mm. provide you towing at least once a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Correct. make the most out of your money. Uh, yes. For me, that is serious because that can cause considerable damage to your car if it's towed by somebody that do- doesn't know what they're doing. Yes, correct. Uh, one of the issues is we know with, with this electronic uh, shifters, right, is putting the car in, in, in free gear. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know how to put the car in free gear because yes. when you put your car in neutral and you turn off the engine or turn off the motor, the car will be in park. Yeah, you auto, auto apply the, the parking brake. Yes. So uh, for the EV6, it's quite easy actually. It will say on the uh, on the display that if you want to leave it permanently, not permanently, if you want to leave it in free gear, neutral gear, press the OK button, press and hold the OK button and it will be in neutral even when you turn off the, the, the motor, the power. Um, for other vehicles, I'm not sure. You have to refer to your manual, manual yeah. to see how to put it in neutral. Yeah, that's what I did actually. So mm. on the tow truck, right? So once it's loaded up there, mm. so you know the final part, we need to tie it out mm. and they need to pull it slightly to the front. Mm. So the guys are asking you to put neutral. So mm. at first I was like, how do you put this neutral? <laughs> I put it in neutral and next thing you know, I just power up. Boom, you want to release, like set the neutral state, uh-huh. press okay. Uh-huh. Then it becomes neutral. Yes, press and hold okay. Press yeah. okay. Yeah. Then, then, can, then the guy can pull the car out slightly a few inches to mm. the front. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I think mm, we have the last question, right? So the last question is, what do you do in an accident involving an EV vehicle? So it's either you're driving the EV or you crash into an EV mm-hmm. or you see an EV that's uh, crashed at mm-hmm. the roadside. Mm-hmm. Um, Check number plate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after checking the number plate, uh, or oh, take video, um, I think, uh, what do you do? So why is this a question, right? Okay. And again, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, uh, batteries can catch fire if they ex- they can explode. It's very dangerous. Inherently, I have to be in. I have to be honest. Inherently, the technology because battery, um, it it stores a lot of power. 
Yep. Uh, for the EV6, for example, it's an 800 volt architecture. Anything that's above 60 volt is high voltage and is very dangerous. And there's a lot of potential energy stored inside the battery. And depending on the state of charge, right? So if your battery is 50% charge or 10% charge or 90% charge, there's uh, there's difference, right? So if if it's 50% charge, obviously it has more power, more potential, and more uh, more volatile. Yeah, you know, it, it can it, it can go down this this what what the engineers call thermal runway, where the heat just creates a chain reaction and the battery will become hotter and hotter and hotter. Eventually, it will burst. I would yep. I don't want to say explode, but engineers know that this is a problem, and uh, electric vehicles are at least as safe as petrol cars if not safer. This is also according to research from the American Institute of... Uh, highway Safety. Institute of Insurance and Highway Safety. Mm-hmm. So they've done tests on uh, on a number of vehicles and they've, they've, they've found out that battery explosion is rare. It, it can happen and if it does happen, it takes a long time to, to kill the fire and you cannot kill the fire with water. You have yep. to use foam and stuff like that. But, you know, I would argue that... Um, you can uh, normal ice cars catch fire too. Yeah, we see that lots of times uh, as well. And and petrol is volatile as well. So it is as safe if not safer. The question is, can you can you touch an electric vehicle when it's in a crash? Uh, for me, that's the biggest question. I've done. I've not done enough research, but what I know is, um, uh, B Auto, for example, uh, they've they've gone on an initiative to train as much as many. Um, police people, uh, first responders and rescuers about how to handle EV uh, crash uh, in Malaysia. So what I know is, you know, there's an easy to find um, switch that disconnects the high voltage battery from the vehicle so that it's safe for you to like start touching and opening the doors. Yeah, they show that it's like a, it's like a fuse box in the front bonnet. Mm. So you leave it up. There's this yellow tab. You can't miss it. You just orange? Orange or yellow? Orange or yellow, Mango, yeah. mango orange yeah. kind of look. It's so striking. You can't miss it. Just yes. pull a tab to disconnect the main battery. Yes. Yeah. So you have to you have to disconnect the main battery so that it's not, it's not it, it doesn't become an electric shock risk. Yep. I guess for me, I mean, uh, use your discretion. I know some of you are good Samaritans. You want to go and help out somebody in a crash. If it's an EV vehicle, try be careful because you know if you have reason to believe that there is electric uh leakage and the car itself is live yep. touching it would mean electrocution to you again yep. a car with 400 800 volt architecture will 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 be instant electrocution once you touch something that has that amount of power you can your your muscle starts to spasm and you cannot release release yourself even if you want to so try if you can find some rubber gloves um use a a, a plastic uh, pole or a plastic uh, or a wooden pole exercise uh, the sim- similar level of uh, caution you would handling an electrical um fire or an electrical outage right yep. similar thing but I guess for me, it's leave it to the professionals. Lah. Yeah, I think, pretty sure that uh, by, I think as time goes on, I think more first responders, also uh, highway patrols, rescue mm. rondas and all that, they should be um, better equipped to handle these kind of crashes. Lah. Because one of the examples we saw is that at B Auto as well. Mm. So they also gave this demonstration, right? So they have like this, um, 
anti-static entry at like a like a special suit uh-huh. that actually like, like an anti-static suit anti-static suit uh, so an, to anti-conduction suit yes, yes so it's like it isolates them and then mm. there's like a like a plastic rod behind to mm. pull them in case of emergency so yeah. they have these special uh, tools to handle crashes as yeah, well yeah and then they have like the high density gloves that they have to yes. wear so I'm sure like the first responders are equipped with all this I'm, I'm sure like the bomber is equipped with all this but for me uh, yeah you can uh, pull that disconnect uh, the uh, the high voltage battery disconnector. The problem is for you to access that, you have to open the hood. Open the hood, yeah, that's yeah, the right. That's so, the problem. So better left to leave the professionals. And if you see EV in a crash, uh, please do let them know that it involves an EV. Yeah. So they know yes, what to prepare. So that they know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, the fear mongering with saying that you know EV cars are dangerous. Look, I think there are smarter people out there who design the cars, and I think and and the EVs have been in the in the not in Malaysia but in the world for like over 10 years so they've thought about all these things and like I said the last that they want to see is their car burning down because that would make headlines and also to and then cause injury or deaths to people yeah Yeah. so that's the last thing that they want to avoid so yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I hope we've answered all your questions uh, with regards to EV. We're, we're more than happy to answer more questions. Just let us know in the comment section and we'll put up a show for that. And um, is there anything you want to add? So when you want to go up north? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna. to... The problem is if I'm going up north, I got to bring four kids and a wife. So mm-hmm. that's six people in a car. It's too much for the... Miss you need her EV. <laughs> EV SUV. <laughs> EV, yeah. No, EV MPV. MPV, yes. Yeah, which it's not available here. So the one thing I really enjoy about EV is that the driving experience is so smooth. Um, obviously, you know, you have technologies that are available in, in uh, ICE cars now, like the uh, highway drive assist uh, and uh, autonomous steering and stuff like that, right? But with EV, you don't have to figure out the, the gear shifting mm-hmm. and that makes it much enjoyable drive. Yeah, it's much smoother as well and it's so much quieter and then um, like doing a highway, right? So mm. I'm just, I just turn on uh, identity cruise control mm-hmm. and then keep my distance and stay in the left lane and then it's just so smooth Yeah. while people are just hogging the middle and right lanes. Yeah, so you were saying that you enjoyed the drive up until the Tire puncture is, happened. Yes, correct. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's so effortless. Yeah. yeah, but I guess even when the puncture happened you had to sit in the car for like seven hours while it was being towed, it wasn't an issue because for four people, it's quite it's quite spacious. Yeah, and then also there's a utility mode, mm. so you can for the like for most cars, you can run utility mode. So basically, you only run you use electricity from the main battery, not the twelve volt socket. So yeah. you can have your aircon running, you can have your music playing, and yeah. a, a, and also there's a port behind. So I was working on my laptop as well <laughs> so while, while being towed. So yeah. no issues. Yeah. So I guess you guess you can make the most out of it. Yeah. Yeah, so at the end of the day, I think EVs are just as good as, or if not better than uh, normal cars. Mm-hmm. I think the future is coming uh, for the naysayers. I think, you know, you need to have an open mind and, and see that, you know, this is the way to go. But for me, I think one last thing I want to add on is that I think this whole situation could have been solved if manufacturers find a way to put a spare tire. <laughs> That will just solve everything. I guess they tried because, okay, so if you put a... Sp- no, cannot. Because why you not? know what? How do you put a 20-inch spare tire without sacrificing space for the battery or space for the for, for, for luggage? You can't, man. Well, that's something I think can be solved with technology. <laughs> I think once batteries, they improve they the density... They can put it on the roof. 
<laughs> I mean, once they make it more, uh, more, 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 make the battery more dense, maybe it doesn't take up so much space. Because for me, it's like, like from this experience, right? It's like this whole issue can be solved if there's a spare tire. Just swap the tire, and you're, you're on your, your journey. No yeah. issues. You, you, so I guess everything, everything in the world is a trade-off, right? So yep. if you want a spare tire, you will have a car that's probably only has fifteen-inch wheels. Mm-hmm. Then you can put in a spare tire. Yep. Yeah. I don't want a car with 15-inch wheels. <laughs> you oh, can yeah. have nice-looking cars. Yeah, but, you know, for the best of, you know, in terms of s- safety and security, I saying like, you know, no worries. No, I, I guess yeah. because, you know, people think that uh, punctures don't happen often. I don't know, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and all the punctures I experienced was like slow leaks, so, ah, no big deal, you know. <laughs> okay, on that note, um, you know, I just want to remind everybody that we are available on podcast, so just search for Let's Talk About Thirteen Chow, and we're we're available wherever you listen. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks very much for watching. Give us a thumbs up if you like the video. If you think it's informative, uh, let us know. What do you think? Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Your comments, your suggestions, your questions, we love to read them and, and, and respond to them and turn them into a show. So let us know. Uh, for those of you who are listening on a podcast, you can also drop us a voice note and we'll be more than happy to publish them if it's interesting. So just drop your voice notes at let's talk about at soyachinchow.com. All right. That's pretty much it. This is Amin. And it's Alex. Thanks very much, guys. Catch you guys later. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.